Hey Chris, check this out. Oh. You recognize it yet? Oh yeah, I already know. You're from the baseline, man. You know that. <laughs> Remember before we knew Donald Trump was racist, how cool, like, he was never really cool, but he was like, you know, kind of laughable, he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he was just known for firing people, you know, on a reality show. Yeah, he was, was one of those, time. it was one of those nobody celebrities like Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, still still couldn't take a Stone Cold Stunner for shit, but. <laughs> I remember that. God, I remember awful, that. Awful, awful. I was the best Stone Cold Stunner, I took the greatest Stunner. Uh, they told me in the WWE that nobody had ever taken it as well as I did. Uh, the fans, they were really happy. They wanted me to wrestle, but I had things to do. They said I was very athletically inclined because they saw the way that I clotheslined Vince McMahon. It was great. It was wonderful. The best clothesline ever. Ric Flair, don't have shit on me. JBL, who? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Because he can't close line like I close line. I could have got in there. I would have been the next Bret Hart. Uh, it just wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, it wasn't my thing, you know. <laughs> Everybody said that should have been the main event of WrestleMania. It was the greatest WrestleMania. Wait, what the fuck are we doing? Are we doing something today? Yeah, we, we are reviewing a fucking song this week. <laughs> I lost track of time. You get into that character, it's hard to get out of it. I can see why the motherfucker just plays that character all the fucking time. Because you know that's what he's doing. It's a gimmick. Oh, for sure, brother. He's working us on to a shoot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Oh, there. Oh, yeah. Don't stand there. This is Guns and Radio. <laughs> this is Guns and Radio episode number 129. And if you didn't get it by the cold open, we're covering, um, we're not covering, we're reviewing this week, The Revolver's cover of Pink Floyd's Money. That's right. We're actually covering another podcast that did this same <laughs> thing. We're covering it word for word. Like, yeah. It's, it's one of those very soulless covers like Symphony for the Devil where it's exactly the same. It's just us performing it. That's yeah. what today's podcast is, is we're covering somebody else's podcast. Even yeah, this part with me talking is in the original. <laughs> yeah, we're covering a more obscure Pink Floyd podcast that you probably don't know about that we somehow <laughs> jumped about Pink. doing research. <laughs> Pinks and radio. I don't know how we would work that. The Floyds and radio. I don't know, man. What's that? Floridian? Uh, no, that's Freudian. My bad. Floridian? Floridian? Floridian. I'm thinking that's about like Floridian. where everything... You know when you go to school and they teach you about psychology, how everything yeah. is either about fucking or eating? Yeah. Freud. Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud. Yeah. Penis envy. Ah, penis envy Freud. Ah, penis yeah. envy Sig. That's who they... Here comes <laughs> old Sig. Here comes old Siggy. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, he has fucking wet dreams about his mom and is trying to convince everybody that they do too and it's normal. Come on, Sigmund. Come on, that's like someone trying to convince you that like wetting your bed <laughs> past like 12 is okay. Oh, uh, hey. As long as it's somebody else's bed. Have I ever told you the story about my buddy that got drunk and pissed on the couch? What? <laughs> this is new to me. It's funny. I'm not going to say his name because he listens to the show. And it was not Rick. I'm just going to say. I know some <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, it automatically means it's Rick. No, I swear to God, this time it wasn't. No, when but, Rick get uh, drunk, gets drunk, he like dies for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's pretty funny when he's tipsy. <laughs> But, uh, no, there's another buddy of mine. Yes, I have other friends. You just don't know them, people, so they don't come up very often on here. This guy, he was actually one of the wrestlers I used to work with back in my uh, wrestling business days. Uh, Man, I got a lot of respect for, to be honest with you. You wouldn't know it from the story I'm about to tell. So, one night after a show, we all get blitzed. And this motherfucker, I'm laying on the floor. And I hear something, and I hear him, like, shuffling around, because he was asleep on the couch. Mm. And I see him get off the couch, and he starts walking around the living room in a circle. And then, after he walks a lap around the living room, he stops at the couch, takes his dick out, and pisses right on the couch. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then, after he's done, he puts his dick away. He drunk walks back around the the living room in a circle again and then lays back down on the couch. <laughs> oh my god. And goes to sleep. <laughs> and and uh, there was another guy that was also drunk and he was asleep on the couch, on the floor close to me and he saw he saw it go down and he goes <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. It was at his house, by the way. It was his couch. Oh. And, and he raises up. He goes, did homie just piss on my couch? And I said, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. That's the story. I couldn't tell that on a wrestling podcast because they would the, the wrestling people that know me would know enough people would have been there that's heard that story from other people that would have put the pieces together. So that's a good story. I couldn't tell otherwise. But yeah, man, we got money tonight. Well, we ain't got no money, but we're going to talk about money. Yeah, now you should um, give us your money. Yeah, you guys should. Head over to patreon.com to find out ways that you can give us your money. As a matter of fact, we've got some exciting Patreon.com news coming up in December. Ooh. But we're going to save that. We're just going to give you a little teaser. A little yeah, taste. it's coming. Yeah, something we're going to do for you. But we're not going to tell you what it is yet. So, yeah. Shh. Just put it in the back of your head. You know, it's there. Uh, You'll think about it every now and then. You know, like yeah, the dishes still wash from three days ago. Yeah, wash your fucking dishes, dude. You are so fucking gross. Yeah, or just use a dishwasher. Like, if you want to be that lazy, just do that. I mean, goddamn, throw them away and buy some more. I mean, shit, they're not expensive. (laughs) Or just eat off plastic. It's okay. (laughs) Yes, exactly. 
Disposable I mean, everything. <laughs> Kill the environment, it's alright. <laughs> I mean, it's, look, the environment's already on its last fucking leg anyway. Nobody else is going to do anything as long as there's money to be made in killing it. What's it matter? Why would you wash those dishes? Just fucking... You know what? You, here's what you do. Order yourself a pizza. Keep the box. Use that for a plate for a week and then throw that away. I mean, if you're going to be a sick, gross garbage person anyway might as well go all out exactly <laughs> I, I mean i'm here for you guys to give you all sorts of great life advice on the show uh, but yeah man we got a good uh, we actually got a really good show today uh we're gonna play a game and i hope you guys play along chris here as always is gonna be the guest and uh the victim the guinea pig I actually did pretty good on last week's game, so I think the curse of me uh, shitting the bed on these may or may not be over yet. I, you know, crossing my fingers on this one. Yeah, I was listening back to last week's podcast, and one of the rare times I actually listened to our show. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, man, I really... Because, see, I didn't know the answers. I couldn't see the answers. All I was doing was taking the quiz and reading the questions to you guys. I could have participated a little more, but I think I started after about like the third or fourth um, question. But uh, The good news is, Chris, I'm going to give you a chance today to make up uh, for your losing streak on the games we play. All right. Because we're not going to play one game today. We're not going to play two games today. We're going to play three different games today. Whoa. And, and when you think about game shows that have something to do with money, what's the first one that comes to mind? Um, Price is Right. That's right. Come on down. This one, the Price is Right. <laughs> oh, wait, that sounds like Crazy Taxi. Christopher Caputo, <laughs> come on down. You're the next contestant on the shitty version of The Price is Right. And now, please welcome your host, Uglier Drew Carey. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the shitty version of The Price is Right. This is actually rock and roll Price is Right, because every game we're going to play, we're going to play three games here with the only guest that we could get on the shitty version of the show, Chris Caputo. <laughs> we're going to play three different games, and hopefully Chris wins a fabulous prize at the end of the night to be decided. Sound good? Sounds good. So if you're ready, would you like to see your first game? All right, yeah, let's get right into it. All right, so for your first game, it's going to be called Pick Three. All right. Now you have to pick three bands, and you only have a budget of $1 million dollars to hold this concert that you're going to put on. Now, I will say that we got these numbers from the internet. So if you want to fact check them, go ahead. But you might find some other numbers than we did. Uh, the trick is to not find the actual retail price, but to find whatever fucking price I found when I was Googling these last night. Mm -hmm. So here's the bands you got. You got Green Day, Bruno Mars, Stone Temple Pilots, Bon Jovi, and the Killers. Now, the prices that are over here that are hidden is the price that it costs to book each band or what they get per show. Now, these are just their minimum. Now, some mm -hmm. of these will vary. Like, 
Some of them might be a hundred to three hundred thousand, but we only use the minimum for this price uh, for the game. So now you have one million dollars, and you got to pick three. So Green Day, Bruno Mars, Stone Temple Pilot, Bon Jovi, or the Killers. Who do you choose for your first? I'd go Green Day. You're gonna go with Green Day, yeah. and they cost. Ah. $500,000. Wow, this shitty tape just tore the shit out of our little game here. All right, 500000 So you got another five hundred k to work with. Now remember, you still have to pick two more bands. With a five, your budget's now 500000 Do you want Bruno shit. Mars, Stone Temple Pilots, Bon Jovi, or The Killers? Um, I, I'm going to go with The Killers because I think they'll probably be under five hundred. With the killers and I'm sorry, bud. Oh god damn. They are also five hundred K. Bruno Mars was two hundred thousand. Two hundred? I swear he commands more now. Stone Temple Pilots is two hundred and fifty. So you could have picked Green Day, Bruno, Stone Temple. Or you could have picked the Killers, Bruno, and Stone Temple. But if you would have picked Bon Jovi, bon you would have lost. Million. They are one million. They start out at one million. So Jesus Christ. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, well, wow. unlike most contestants on The Price is Right, though, yeah, you're not a loser yet, man. Because you still right. get, you still get to play another game. Woo! How exciting is that? So Chris Caputo, come back on down again. Yeah, do the run. Now you got to high five everybody in the crowd when you're running. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a look at your next pricing game. The next game, well, shit. Part of the game fell apart. Damn it, what is this? Good rap prices, right? <laughs> yes. Hang on, let me put the game back together really quick. I made these out of a poster board that I, I literally have two colors of. Alright, this is called the Range Game. And your band that you're going to decide how much does it cost to book this time is Nickelback. Oh, now, fuck. They get anywhere between one hundred and one hundred thousand and one million dollars per show, which I know all of it sounds like an awful lot for Nickelback. But what you got to do is is we're gonna we're gonna take the little the little thingy here, and we're gonna move it up. And as long as their price range is somewhere in the green, when we reveal the actual price, you win. All right. All right, so we're going to start down here at the bottom, and you tell me when to stop. We're at 100K. All right, we're moving up. Moving up almost to 400. Almost to 500. Uh, Stop. Right there, I think. Right there at 500? Yeah. I'm going to say right clean in the middle. All right, well, let's find out for sure. Ah. Shit! Someone would have, they get paid five hundred k to get fucking rocks thrown at them in Europe. I mean, ah, uh, and 
Good news. You're in the range. Woo! Turns out they get paid between 350 and 500k. So since there's a little bit of a range there, you got about the 500. And so yeah, you win. Hey, right, Bruno right won right the there. range game. Woo! Yay! Hit that music again. Do the thing. Yay! But guys, ghetto prices right is not over yet because we got one more prize that Chris Caputo gets to win. Chris Caputo, come on down! Woo-hoo! Yeah, run, boy! Why did you turn around and leave the stage in the first place? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's stopping to take a break. What's he doing? He's lighting up a cigarette. Now he's putting his hands in his pockets. He's slowly strolling through the stage, flipping off old ladies in the crowd. <laughs> He's got a t-shirt. What's it say? It says, fuck the pet population. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. So your final pricing game, and I'm really hoping you do good on this one, is called Now or Then. So here you see a list of bands. The year, by the way, for then is 2015. So here you've got a list of bands and a price right next to them. So the object of the game is to tell me, is this price... How much it cost for a ticket to see this band now or in 2015? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to start out with Def Leppard, and the price you get is $199. Def Leppard tickets. Is this the price now or then? Uh, ooh, that's tough. I'll probably say then. $199. Let's take a look. It's now. Oh, that is actually the price to see Def Leppard right now in 2021. That's okay. You got you got four more mm-hmm. of these. Up next is the Foo Fighters. Seventy one dollars is seventy one dollars. The price to see the Foo Fighters now or back in 2015. I feel like their their price has gone even way more now. So I'm gonna say then. Then. Yeah. Hey, that's right, it is then. It was $71. Actually, now it's gone down. It's $69 now. Really? Nice. $69. Yeah, yeah I know. Nice. That's why I chose <laughs> that particular band. <laughs> Maroon yeah, 5. I'm surprised Foo Fighters is that like low. I thought they'd like you have to pay more, at least a hundred bucks a ticket or something. I'm surprised that their prices have gone down. Yeah, that's interesting. By like two dollars, but it's still down. Fuck. This is the way. This is how I found this. I googled ticket stubs on eBay from 2015, Mm -hmm. and I looked up, and I just looked at what they what the price section said. Mm -hmm. So, if you want to know my research. That was all there was to it. All right. Up next, you have Maroon 5 ticket prices. Let's get rid of these. Let's get them yeah. Maroon 5 ticket prices, $79. Is that the price now or then? Uh, those have definitely gone up, so I'd say then. That's right. It's then. Now, Maroon 5 tickets are $189. Oh, yeah, that's how they play this one Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I got my now ticket prices from Ticketmaster, from mm-hmm. concerts that are upcoming. So I know at least those are accurate. And I tried to get the nosebleeders. 
All right. Up next, we have Sticks. $74 for tickets to see Sticks. Is $74 the price to see Sticks now? Or is that the price in 2015? Ah, Sticks. It's probably now. I mean, like, I wouldn't even pay that much to see Sticks. No offense to any Sticks fans. They have, like, two songs, but I would probably All right. It's now $74. So that's that's three. You've got three right. You've won at this point. Woo! I believe you got three right. Did you get? Yeah, yeah you got I got five. that one, Rune 5, and the Foo Fighters one. All right. Well, there's one more, and you're playing for pride this time because you've already you won two of the three games. So, I mean, I guess the curse is broken. But, you know, I, I, I didn't know that when I was making this game, so I wanted to give you a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. to be able to win. So I figure if there's one I know that he's going to know is his last one, Justin Bieber. Oh, fuck. That, that, that's and, gone up for sure. <laughs> the price is $149. Are Justin Bieber tickets $149 now or in 2015? They've was, probably gone up, but how much were they in the first They've definitely gone play? up. I would say they've gone up. That's that's a old price. Now they're probably 200 plus. That is the price now for Justin really? Bieber. Oh, fuck. Still expensive, but fuck. Well, hey, you, you won two of the three games, so that makes you a winner, and you won the... Woo! And your prize is two tickets to see Justin Bieber somewhere in Canada. That's right. You and a friend will travel to wherever Justin Bieber is playing in Canada. To see an all-night dance party of whatever kind of fucking music he plays. And uh, you know what? You can even stay in a hotel if you want, a five-star resort. It doesn't really matter to us because all expenses are paid by Y-O-U. We're just giving you permission to do it. So congratulations, Caputo. Woo, all right. Yeah, good job, bro. Way to, way to kill it on the prices right there. I mean... Oh, I didn't even have the logo up there. Like, shit. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I knew something had to go wrong there. Well, that was fun. That was a fun change of pace, especially for you guys watching the video version of the show. You got to see our uh, shitty cue cards falling apart and shit. Not <laughs> cue cards, but I made those last night at the table, and my girlfriend was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you over here making arts and crafts for a podcast people listen to? And I said, because it's fun, goddammit. This will be a funny bit. Listen, if it translates well to audio, anything can be pulled off. Yeah, and you never know. We might pull it out and put it on YouTube as a clip or something. Yeah, this is already one of the best moments of season three, so. (laughs) Justin Bieber. Yeah, listen, I'm just going to let you know, those tickets are going to get scalped to like some fucking desperate 14-year-old girl. And like, I'm just going to like make her mom pay me double the price. Say, fuck you, honey. You got the money. Oh, man. Wait, so you're going to go buy the tickets? Because you know, the, the the joke was, you have to go buy the shit. I'm not, oh, fuck that. And then you're going to go sell the tickets that you bought. Yeah, you can make a profit. <laughs> oh, man. Let me tell you something, folks. Caputo is so rich. If he wanted to, he'd go to the venue, buy every ticket, and have a private concert. Yeah, I wish. That's what he does, man. If that was the case, like, I'd be the only one buying tickets to a Juno show. Play for me, Axel. 
But yeah, talking about Caputo here and all his money. <laughs> Go show them how it's done, champ. All right. What's our uh, song of the day? It is money. By Velvet Revolver, which is a Love Pink that. Floyd cover. Um, fun fact, this is one of the few soundtrack songs that Velvet Revolver did. This was... I believe played in the end credits of the 2003 remake of The Italian Job. Huh. I yeah. did not know that. Well, it says on the cover of this video you sent me, Slither CD 2. Yeah, so it's probably, a released as a, probably released as a B-side in some countries, I think. I'm not sure, but huh. where it's most prominently okay. known is for the end of The Italian Job. Okay, so apparently there's multiple versions of this. There's a five-minute version and a seven-minute version. Yeah, I was doing like research on YouTube. There's ones that are like 5.45, and this one's, I think, like seven, almost seven and a half. So we're listening to the seven-and-a-half-minute version, I guess, to get the full effect. Yeah. Uh, I have already said I'm not looking forward to it because I don't like Pink Floyd, but... We're going to, we're going, I'm going to be open-minded. I'm going to be fair. We're going to go into it with a, with an open goddamn mind. Yes. Right. As we try to usually on this podcast. Unless it's, you know, like our Duff 30th song. Duff McCain. <laughs> I was literally going to say, let's like another Duff McCain song. So fortunately, we tried too many times for that. You just give up hope after a while. After a while, you really do. But, you know, like, I don't know. A couple of them might have surprised us. I don't know. I don't remember. If they have, it's not been enough to, to, to wash the bad taste out of my mouth. Yeah. All right, let's hit it. Oh, yeah. Have you, have you ever done the, uh, the, 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 the Wizard of Oz Pink Floyd thing? Oh, lined up Dark Side of the Moon with that? No, yeah. I'm not. I've heard varying effects of that. It kind of works. You got to believe in it. Like, it depends on what kind of mood you're in. Like, also we, probably we, depends what kind of drugs you smoke. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Money! Money! Oh, Guns shit, and Roses burst up. onto the music scene. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, Guns and Roses. Remember that band? <laughs> No, I don't. We haven't listened to them in so fucking long. So yeah, this is of course off Dark Side of the Moon. That was the first time I ever heard this song. It was when I was doing the Wizard of Oz thing. What other songs are there? Because I don't like Pink Floyd. I like the wall. I like Comfortably Numb. I like that song. And I like uh, the one where that opens the movie The Wall. You'll just have to fall your way through this disguise. I like that song. Yeah. Keep your hands off my stack, Caputo. Yeah, keep your hands off mine too. Eh? 
I mean, you want the prices right. <laughs> if I feel you over here trying to squeeze on my stack, I swear to God, boy, we're going to rumble, you and me. Uh, uh, you said you had some facts about the song that you wanted to uh, go over today. Um, I mostly just said it already, like about how it was like in the end of the Italian job, which um, oh, okay. the O three remake, which I think is like mixed reviews. You know, I haven't seen the Italian job since O three. I don't know. I'm an Italian. I'm not an Italian man. Is that an offensive movie for Italian people? Why no, it's not job? at all. I don't think so. I mean, what like, are they stealing they, a pizza? What are they stealing a plate of spaghetti? Like what the fuck? No, it's like the heist. Um, <laughs> it's basically they're just yeah. See, the plot follows a motley crew of thieves who plan to steal gold from a former associate who double crossed them. Did somebody say motley crew? Oh God, <laughs> no, Novins. Oh, man, this whiskey is really good tonight. Yeah, and there was supposed to be a sequel to this called The Brazilian Job, but, well, that <laughs> panned out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have got one of those one time. I don't, don't want to talk about it on Brazilian air, Brazilian Job. Um, that's currently happening to one of our favorite bands, so. Yeah, I got a Brazilian Job once. Uh, I think that's what she called it anyway. Yeah, I mean, Something. initials TBJ. That's good. <laughs> TBJ. <laughs> yeah. I remember like watching this movie like years ago, also in 03 probably. This that was when I was like 10. It was like okay. It wasn't that. <laughs> Currently it's got like an overall it's like a 73%, so that's decent, I guess. In 03 I was 17. Yeah, so it's probably like six or seven then. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Oh dude, I was in high school. It's weird to think about. A buddy of mine, I, I see. I went through a phase. I've gone. I went through a phase where I watched a lot of movies because a buddy of mine owned a video store in town, or mm-hmm. he didn't own shit. His mom did, and uh, they would get all the new movies like a week or two before they came out. Oh, nice! And then we, me and him, had a uh, had a little uh, what do you call it racket going on on the playground where we would uh, sell new release movies. Uh, before they came out. Oh my god, you guys are breaking street date. <laughs> yeah. So you could wait a couple of weeks and buy it at Walmart, and you buy it from us for $5, or $10, for uh, because our... So you could buy them from the guys that sold them with the video camera in the in the movie theater. Oh, yeah, so you get them at the flea market. Yeah, but those uh, those were very shitty rips. If you wanted high quality, you went to us, and we would pro- we would we said ten, but we usually sold them for about seven. Yeah, those are the time you have to wait like months for a good quality thing to come up. Now you have to wait maybe like a month or two, and that's it. This dude, this was such a good scam. It literally cost us one dollar to make a tape. Holy shit! We would be like, listen, the Matrix Reloaded is coming out in about a month, but we're gonna have it in our hands. In a couple of weeks, do you want to wait that long to see the Matrix movie, or do you want it now? The yeah, very VHS version, and they knew what we were doing because he owned a video store, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, motherfuckers would buy it from us for seven dollars, and then I'd give him, I would get more of the profit because I would supply the tape. Mm-hmm. So we get seven dollars that left a six dollar profit. Out of the six that we would sell it for, usually, if we sold it for ten, I'd get six and I'd give him four. It was a, nice. that kind of a 60-40 split. But if we sold it for seven, I'd give him two and I'd keep four or whatever. 
Mm. Well, that's first six, three, so. five. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was like, that was even like the day of like when like burning CDs and DVDs was like the cool thing to do. Oh yeah, make your mixtapes on CDs. Fucking get DVDs, man. Oh. Yeah, dude. I had I knew how to get past the uh, encryption on that. I used to be better with a computer than I am fucking now, but I used to know how to get past <laughs> the security thing on a DVD. So we did DVD, but usually I found it easier to take the VHS version mm. and then uh, convert it from VHS to DVD because oh, I yeah, had a recorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that if you wanted DVDs, we would do DVD, but DVD was definitely going to cost 10 bucks Until it released. And after it released, you could get any movie you wanted from us for $5 each. But see, well, another thing we used to do is we sold what we called titty tapes. And, uh, <laughs> what we would do is we'd take, uh, movies with, uh, dirty parts in them and we'd just cut out the dirty parts and put on a, on a tape and it's say uh, an eight hour tape and nothing but nude scenes. <laughs> and, uh, you'd buy it and, and, and the reason they got labeled titty tapes is because, uh, uh, <laughs> somebody got word that we did this and they come over and said, I heard you sold titty tapes. <laughs> so we started labeling them titty tapes. Kind of need them nipples. Dude, the best part is, is we we sold the same tape to the same people like 15 different times and all we would do <laughs> all we would do is reshuffle the nude scenes and what order they showed up in. Cuz let's let's be honest, man. We were set, we were we were 16-year-old kids selling to other 16-year-old kids. Ain't nobody getting past the first three minutes of that tape. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, let's just come on. Come on. Selling titty tapes and making me some cash, yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm just not crazy about it. Yeah, and you can tell like it's very. Like, I like this better than the Pink Floyd version. So far, it's, oh, we got solo. Oh, is it? It's kind of a solo. Oh, yeah, it's a solo. listen to Pink Floyd enough to know how different it is to be honest with you. But I'm enjoying it. That's something. I'm digging it. Have they ever told who's the woman in the silhouette? Wait, Love Revolver? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. It's one of the interesting tidbits that fans would like to know. Yeah, the contraband shit. Yeah. We dug around and prodded enough till we found out who was the chick on Axel's tattoos. Sure. So. 
said it was the root of all evil today, and I'm like, oh, it still is. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. We're gonna do the Rocket Queen sex thing now. I wonder if we could edit in the Rocket Queen sex moment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We'll have to find like a sound clip. <laughs> I wish I saw. I've never. It's never occurred to me. Like I've learned how to do that, and I need. I need to make that. Just take Rocket Queen and cut out the sex sounds with no music, and then start putting that and make that our intro. <laughs> That'd be an interesting intro, honestly. That's gonna give people the wrong impression about you and me. Yeah, this is not like Porno Valley, the audio companion. <laughs> That's our next podcast. When we finish with this, we're going to do Skinamax movies. Yeah, we're going to review Porno Valley the entire first season. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't, I can't watch a dirty movie with another dude in the room. <laughs> Something about that just ain't never sat right with me. Plus, I'll ruin it. I'll start doing sound effects like. (laughs) (laughs) This is Snake Pit. No, this is Blues Ball shit. This is very Slash's Blues Ball. It's like the Walk Auto Effect, too. Yeah, the extended blues solo and shit like that. This is Slash's Blues Ball at its finest. In Velvet Revolver form. They did. They, they recorded this because they were test driving and they were, they were getting ready to play this live. I don't care what anybody says. That's what happened here. Yeah, there's a few covers they did, like, before they even released the full album. Oh, yeah, all those Guns N' Roses covers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they covered like a Radiohead song or some other one they covered. Ugh. Man, I hope that's not in the wheel. I think it still is. We haven't done that one yet. Damn. Well, Shotcast Saturday. Yep. I don't know. I don't like Radiohead. Digging this solo, man. Like I, I mean, I'm, I don't hate it. It's a really good My velvet revolver. Money. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought I yeah. was going to hate it, but I, I guess I didn't. So, it's pretty fucking good. Not going to lie. Nice change of pace. 
Well, um, with that, I guess you and me should be doing uh, some reviewing. Yeah. So what do you think? You go first. You go. Or you want me to go first? I don't care. I'll go first. Uh, it's a pretty like solid song. I don't know. Like I know you and I have never heard the original, like Pink Floyd version of Money. Yeah, I've heard it, but I, I, I don't just, remember. I probably have. I just I don't it's not care like on the top of my head right now. The only Pink Floyd fucking song I know is "We Don't Need No Education." Yeah, and then, I like, mean, it's super here that they fucking GNR played all the time. Yeah, uh, let's see. Hang on, I'll skip ahead. It's very similar. You just put more effects. Yeah, there's a lot. It's 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 a little faster pace. More loud rock and roll added in. Yeah, so it does. It sort of evolved it towards like that sound of like that early to mid two thousands kind of like hard rock sound. Yeah, where it's like this is like the revolver and this is how we're gonna fucking do it and like it's really good. It's really good. I enjoy it. Slash's guitar work is like a one bar none on this. Well, song. honestly, to me, that's what they should do. There ain't no point in covering a song that's gonna be exactly like the fucking original. Like, yeah, semi <laughs> fidel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is not terrible. Like, I would probably listen to it here and there again. But I listen to it all the time. I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, this is probably like hard to find, like on any sort of like streaming service. I don't know if it even like exists anywhere else besides YouTube. But like, still, it's a pretty fucking good song. Um, with that in mind, they'll probably go like three and a half out of five. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm in a similar boat. I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't seek it out, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. I probably wouldn't go looking for it to listen to it at my leisure. Uh, but, I mean, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. I came in, figured I'd give this thing a one. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think yeah, I'll give it a solid two and a half for that solo alone. Oh, yeah. Just, like, the, the solo, the guitar work. Really love that stuff. But it's just the use of like the wah the wah wah effect there. Like you don't really hear Slash using a lot of like like pedals like effects. You can't really, I mean, unless it's like distortion. But like you can't really. It's I don't know. I feel like it's like it's not like that obvious where it's like oh fuck he's using some fucking you know whatever pedal effect or some shit like this. Like well, he does during Rocket Queen. Yeah, Rock Queen, he has, like, the talk box. I know, like, during the end of Civil War, you get a bit of the wah-wah there. But, like, this one's, like, full-on where he's using it. And it works, like, oh, so yeah. well to, like, sort of make it stand down on its own, give that uniqueness. It's like, yeah, right. we're covering a song, but we're trying to make it slightly our own in a way. All right. Well, what did you guys think? Good news, if you're listening on Spotify, you can actually scroll down and vote for your star rating on the app. So scroll down, look past the description on Spotify, and let us know. What did you think about this song? Give it a rating. Let your voice be heard. And uh, with that, you ready to spin the wheel and see what we're doing next week? Spin that wheel, man. I'm ready to uh, see what we got next week. Be sure to come back for Shotcast Saturday, which is proven to get longer and longer every damn week. But you know what? We're still calling it Shotcast for now. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll figure it out. Wrap my arms loaded. God damn it. Uh, we, dude, this guy's like fucking Beetlejuice. We mentioned him once and he's fucking, you know. 
No, fuck this. Wrap My Arms by Loaded is our shot cast this week. All right. <clears throat> we're going to get that out of the fucking way, and we're going to pick something else. All right. Oh, I'll go with that. Now, that was a good fucking decision. Hell yeah. So, next fucking week, we're going to listen to Perfect Crime. And we're still going to do Wrap My Arms by Loaded, but we're going to do it this Saturday on Shotcast Saturday. And next week on the Guns of Radio podcast, we're going to listen to Perfect Fucking Crime. When was the last time we got an album GNR song off the wheel that we didn't like have to the fans vote for for a bonus show or like when we picked uh my michelle or for our hundredth episode the one episode we did scraped on i think was scraped the last one god that feels like forever ago i think it was i'm like pretty sure because that one came randomly off the wheel yeah well now perfect crimes is uh coming up uh, next week on the Guns and Radio podcast and Wrap My Arms, I think was the name of it. I yeah, Wrap My Ass, I don't know. Yeah, well, we're going to listen to that this Saturday on Shotcast Saturday. Pew, yeah, pew. so hopefully we don't have to torture ourselves on a Saturday because torturing yourself any day of the week is not fun. But Yeah, well, yeah, no. Yeah, no. But, like, we're, we're, we're getting some anchor money, so I, I don't mind. I like that anchor money. So. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Guns Radio Podcast. Be sure to come back on Saturday for Shot Guns Listen to us possibly torture us. I don't know. Maybe we'll like it. Maybe we'll like this stuff. Yes. Song. I like being surprised sometimes. I like being proven wrong. But yeah. I don't know. With, with Duff and Loaded, we have, we've usually been proving ourselves right for about 80% of the time. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, this coming Saturday and Perfect Crime on Monday. Until next time, I'm Dust Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you next week here for another edition of Guns and Radio.